Hello, hello, and welcome back to Martinis and Bikinis. I am your hostess, Veronica. So this week, my mom, Becky, was visiting me in New York, and I thought it would be so wholesome and cutie to have her on my podcast, because not only is she the most precious human, but we're also gearing up for a really fun mother-daughter trip this week abroad that we'll get into in this episode. But I'm cracking up because we are so chaotic when we're together, and this episode is just full of giggles. Our phones were dinging, we were running late to the studio, so we only had like 30 minutes to record, people were knocking on the doors, it's an absolute mess, but y'all, she is so excited to be on the podcast, and I'm so happy that I now have this memory forever, because it was seriously so fun. She was totally in her element, and I am so lucky to introduce you guys to her. And finally, remember to like, rate, and subscribe to this podcast on Spotify or Apple, And I'm doing a super fun giveaway in honor of this episode. If you head to at martinis and bikinis pod, go to our latest post, tag your mom or another badass woman in your life in the comments and comment your favorite part of the episode to win two tickets to see the Barbie movie in theaters and martinis on me. Again, head to our latest IG post to be entered in to win. And without further ado, please welcome on my mom, Becky, to martinis and bikinis. Hello, hello, and welcome to Martinis and Bikinis, the podcast for everything under the sun. I am your hostess, Veronica Julia, and I am here to help you navigate your 20s through all things lifestyle, beauty, and fashion. So if you're ready, let's dive into today's episode. Well, hello, hello, mother. Hello. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. This is such an honor. I know. I've you said that watching. you felt like you were on stage. You are. Yes. <laughs> I've been watching all your podcasts, and Aww. now I get to be on one. I know. It's the exciting. people were asking for you. Oh, <laughs> they all <laughs> ask for you. Yeah. But <laughs> you're visiting New York this week yes. for a few days, mm-hmm. and maybe you can tell the audience where we're going. Well, we're going to the UK. Yeah. First to London, then to Bath by train, mm-hmm. and then to Dorset, the beach area, which is also a Jurassic, it's called the Jurassic oh, Coast. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I feel like that's an area I don't know a lot about, so I'm excited to see it. But we're actually going on a family reunion. <laughs> yes, we're going on a family reunion. So um, I can maybe start this story, yes. but basically there's this website called Baber Family Tree and that's my mother's last name and it is basically this thing that runs in the family I assume that everybody is obsessed with genealogy yes (laughs) because I know that you're super into it and apparently all of your long distance relatives are as well but they have this entire website it's like an entire family tree connecting people we were on it (laughs) it's like it's this gigantic web of how all of these random people are related to one another. So you found a Facebook group and basically started this entire family reunion trip, which you can probably go into more detail about, but. Yes, I actually, during the coronation of King Charles, I got on and said, it would be nice if we'd have a family reunion, you know, around that time. And then all of a sudden somebody got on, Pamela, Pamela Anderson. Is that really her name? Yeah, that's She's a baber. <laughs> I guess that might be her maiden name, but she got on and said she was organizing one. That so is not her name. That's hilarious. Pamela Anderson. Wow, yeah. that's kind of iconic. Yeah. 
I love it. So, so they basically planned a whole trip around you. Well, I don't know if they <laughs> planned it around me, but maybe I instigated it. So who's going on this trip? I literally am going into this with a blind eye. You know, I'm not really sure. It's going to be several <laughs> babers from the United States, and a lot of them are concentrated in Virginia because that's originally where Robert Baber left England in the 1500s and landed in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not 1500s. <laughs> it okay. might have been 17. Somewhere around there. Um, but she is an Episcopal priest, and she's going to be having a church service because we actually have an ancestor, Sir Edward Baber, <laughs> who is buried there, St. Andrew's Church, with his wife, Lady Catherine. Wow, we're like royalty. And she, her father was mayor of London back in 1500s. Wow. So they're buried in what you call a, um, what do you call those tombs that are? I don't know. Where they have the image of them on top. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Carsophagus. Oh. They're buried yeah. in, and they have their own chapel at St. Andrew's Church. And so we're going to be having a church service. And then afterwards, we're meeting at the old schoolhouse down the road to discuss genealogy. If anybody has any questions about where they might, you know, fit into the tree. Wow! How um, many people do do we know? I'm not sure. There's going to be just along for the ride. Clearly, <laughs> it's international, whatever that means. But um, there's going to be some English babers, um, maybe German babers. I don't know. Wow. Um, well, it's funny because people have gotten really, really deep into this. And didn't they actually find out that somewhere along the line there's some relation to Jane Austen? So we're doing like a Jane Austen tour? We're going to Stonelay Abbey the first day. And that is where Lady Catherine, Sir Edward Baber's wife, grew up. Mm -hmm. Stonelay Abbey. And I think it was someone on her side of the family maybe a brother so uh, who was the father of Jane Austen and so Jane <laughs> Austen actually grew up or spent a lot of time at Stonely Abbey wow well I'm excited to see it so we are related to her <laughs> through Lady Catherine yeah that's cool that's yeah. probably why you and my sister is such good English um I don't know about good writers why <laughs> and English <laughs> students well I'm just gonna use that I'll, I'll carry that to the grave for sure <laughs> but so I'm excited to have you here in New York. What have you thought, you know, the last well, two days? It's been a long time since. I, well, no, I came. Uh, we came here for Thanksgiving. And we, we did come here for Thanksgiving. Man, which was excellent. It was. Except Hugh Jackman, Jackman was in it, but we actually went on a night where it was his understudy. Right. So And he did a fabulous job. I always find that the understudies typically do not yes. a better job, I would say. I feel like they're all so talented, but. I feel like they have their time to show off. Yes, you know, so. I was happy for him. Me too. Yeah, got to, <laughs> got to uh, you know, carry it off. Yeah. So, uh, what was it like raising me <laughs> my whole life? <laughs> you were just always a beautiful child. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah, you were just. You had lots of little blonde curls. I just can't. I brought you on so that I can Fair have an skin. ego session. <laughs> Fair skin and just so beautiful. And, of course, your babysitter, Katie, she always bought you the cutest little clothes. So you're always really beautifully dressed. And Yeah, she's the best. Shout um, out, Katie. 
you were fairly normal. You liked to play <laughs> with dolls and Barbies. And, and then our friend Tom, he would turn over the coffee table and make a boat. <laughs> you know, you'd make like, you know, a little box. We need to get you into the Barbie movie. You need to see it. Yes, I want to see the Barbie It was movie. really good. Yes. I definitely. went by myself. I sat in the theater by myself. I cried. I laughed. It was great. I loved my Barbies growing up. Because I could, I had a little house that folded up. I could put them all in there and fold it up and take it when I go to spend the night with someone or my grandmother. And um, I just thought it was so cool. Yeah. Well, I feel like this isn't your first time on the stage. Weren't you an actress at one point in time in New Orleans? I fell into the movie industry. Just sort of fell in. Mm -hmm. They knocked on my father's door. I was moved back from Illinois and asked if they could use his house to film a movie with Dennis Hopper. It's called uh, Barry Seal, Double Crossed, which was actually remade later with Tom Cruise. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know if it was called Double Crossed, but it was about Barry Seal. We'll have to look into it. I'm so bad at watching movies, but I would watch that. It's not that old, several years ago. Okay. With Tom Cruise. And then I just went on to work in different movies that were being filmed in New Orleans because mm -hmm. they were filming a lot of movies in New Orleans at the time. So we recently found an old one of yours on YouTube. Oh, you did? Yeah, I remember we were oh, going to watch it together. Oh, yeah. It was called Guests of the Emperor, but they might have changed the name of it. That was the working name of it. Mm -hmm. It was like an HBO it. movie. Yeah, it was with yeah. Gina Rowlands. She was mm -hmm. really fun to watch. I just had like a line or two, but it was Gina Rowlands and... Annabeth Gish. They had taken an old shooting range and built these little huts. We were prisoners, uh, women prisoners during World War II in a Japanese prison camp. Mm -hmm. So they kind of make did a makeshift, you know, prison camp. Yeah. Um, and built these little huts and. Wow. Didn't you go to Mexico? Oh, and I did. They gave you yes with a French <laughs> film production that was called uh, Partners in Crime. That was really nice. Yeah. I don't know whatever happened to that movie. I don't know if it went <laughs> across the pond or what, but we had some wonderful locations. And they found some terrific locations that I would never have seen just being a tourist in Mexico. And they would have these beautiful spreads of food and wine, and they really know how to live, those French Didn't people. Didn't they give you this, like, weird tequila with, like, a worm in it? Well, we were <laughs> in, like, some f forest, like, rainforest or something, and we had to cross this little, like, swinging bridge, and then they had this hut, and the guy was serving tequila in the middle of the woods. And, in fact, some guy came up with, he had two burrows, and he was, wa he tied the burrows up, and he got some tequila. So they served me some tequila, um, a shot, and I don't know what it was, but <laughs> it wasn't normal. Oh, it, you were hallucinating? Yes. Oh, definitely. Geez. Had I known that, I probably wouldn't have drank it, but <laughs> I learned the hard way. Well, it sounds like you had a fun time in yeah, that it whole was, industry. It was, it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. It was a fun time. Yeah. And I made some money, too. That's great. Yeah. Well. Met a lot of fun people. You've done, like, so many fun things in life, but 
I know we don't have a ton of time for this episode. I'm trying to keep it quick, but I actually went on my Instagram stories and I asked people to ask me questions for this specific episode. And I thought it would be so fun since you were in town to ask me the questions and then we can kind of talk about them. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I sent them to your phone. So feel okay. free to pull that up. You don't have to ask all of them, just anyone that seems interesting. Okay. Well, tell me about starting a life in New York City. Oh, okay. Because since that's what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. I feel like there's a lot of ideas that people have about New York and the people, but I feel like a lot of it is just noise. I feel like I've met so many nice people over the last month. Just obviously I haven't been here super long, but it's been really fun just kind of challenging myself, reinventing myself somewhat. So I've really, I've really enjoyed it. You seem like you've settled in really naturally. Thanks. Yeah. I feel like I was kind of meant to be here. You know, I think it was a long time coming, but I loved being in DC. I think it was just time for a change and I just really needed to kind of put myself out there and experience the world in a different way. This New York might be more conducive to what you want to do. Yeah, there's a lot more creatives here. Right. I feel like in D.C., not everyone, but there's a lot of people that are working for the government. Government. And even if they aren't directly, like, working, like, with the government, they're somehow associated. So, you know, it's cool to kind of just be with people that have the same interests as me and can collaborate and... It's been really fun. A lot of things to do. Everything's so accessible here. Everything that I would need is on the block that I live in. So many restaurants, so many workout classes, just matchas, coffees, like anything that you could imagine, spas is within like walking distance to yeah. wherever you live. Yeah, but there's constantly choices. businesses popping up. And also your grandfather lived <laughs> here and was in radio. He was. Yeah, so that's sort of you know, keeping it in the family. I guess where I get the podcasting from. Yes. Yeah. But definitely. I do feel like a little at peace here because my dad was originally from here. Grandparents grew up here. I feel like I almost have this like angelic like peace. You know, <laughs> Like I feel like they're definitely watching over me. Well, your so. great aunts also lived over by the Met. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's where I am now. So right. very full circle moment. Yes. But I love living up there. I think Uptown's actually really peaceful and nice and very more residential compared to other parts of the city. And I mean, I'm down here all the time downtown and I love downtown, but I really like the peace and quiet. And I think it was a good transition for me because I think if I were just to throw myself into the mix, I would have been like, yes, probably a little bit more overwhelmed. So I feel like it's been like a good easing my way into the city which has yes. been good but I'm kind of embarrassed because I hadn't been to Central Park <laughs> for the entire month that I've lived here and I'm maybe three blocks away from it but I went yesterday oh so, good or two good. days ago I think you'll enjoy that mm -hmm. being close to the park yeah I need to be like a nature okay. girly yeah but you're a nature girly I am I live on a farm I live on a farm after Hurricane Katrina yeah. Moved from Boathouse on yeah. Lake Pontchartrain to Scott, Louisiana, the Boudin capital <laughs> of the world. It's claim to fame. It used to be um, where the West begins. I it really still is a little bit. I really think that you're more in your element there, though. You have your garden. 
Yes. You're one with the land. Yes. You're a nature girly. Yes. I love looking out and seeing the pastures and the horses and and the garden, being able to garden. And it's just all encompassing. It's like I can stay there for days and, and just feel like I don't need to go anywhere. You know? Right. Yeah. Well, are there any other questions that we can get to? Yes. This is an interesting one. Tell us about your journey with manifestation. Oh, I talk about this all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I talk about this all the time. Um, But I feel like it's kind of gotten to be a little excessive because I talk about it so much. But I think so. I think when you truly believe things to your core and your cells, the world like almost thanks you for it. And I've kind of gotten to this point where I like to like thank the world for things that I may not even have yet. And then all of a sudden I looked down, like I want to say a year later and maybe I'd written in my manifestation journal, like, thank you for giving me this. Thank you for this. And it's crazy because I'll go back and I've accomplished everything. But I think whenever you actually give yourself the opportunity to believe that things are possible for you, they actually come to fruition. But I think putting pen to paper is a phenomenal way of doing that. So whenever I'm journaling, I make sure to write down like, even if it's like a list of goals or even for like new year resolutions, like I will make sure to write down everything or make a vision board and constantly have that in my peripheral vision somehow. So like my phone background is my vision board from this year. So I'm constantly absorbing what I want my life to be like. And I think it's kind of led me to where I am now, but that's like a little short snippet. I should pick up on that because all I do is sticky notes. <laughs> I think that's a great way. I know, but then it's a I great reminder. Away. It'd be nice to have a book where I, you know, write everything down and I can always go back and look at it. But I think you like to set reminders for yourself. So you'll put sticky notes where, you know, you kind of need to remember those things. And I have a bad habit of making lists and then totally ignoring them. <laughs> like, okay, I made the list. And if I don't remember, I don't even look at it. Like, I need to look at it the next day and say, yeah. okay, I need to get this done. Yeah. Sometimes I'll make the list and just not look at it. Yeah. It's and like, I why did I go to the trouble? <laughs> it's okay. I think sometimes lists are meant to be almost a way to get the clutter out of our brain. Yes. But So I can sleep. I think it's good to write down maybe even like material things that you want. Like maybe you want a new car or maybe you want to hang out with your friends more. Like I I think it, well, I think it's good to like balance, you know, your opportunities out. So whether they are like more superficial, materialistic, like that's okay. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. And then also like, I guess, you know, how you want others to make you feel, how you want to make others feel, things like that. So, yeah. Well, when I was building the house on the property, I made a lot of lists because mm-hmm. there were so many things to get and, you know, like just hooks and shelves and mm-hmm. I had to keep it straight with a list. But now I feel like I'm complete, sort of complete with that, you know? Yeah. So now it's just things I need to do. I love more that. Or less. I love that. Well, I don't know if we have much time for any other questions, but... I do ask all of my guests this one question, and I definitely want to hear what your answer is. So if you were to drink a martini in a bikini, oh gosh, <laughs> where <laughs> would you be and what would you be drinking? 
a martini and a bikini. Well, can I, is, does it have to be one place? No, you can, I th what are your options? Well, I love going to Destin, Yeah. Florida, so yeah. I wouldn't mind Seaside. Yeah. But then Captain Don always said he wanted to go to the Turks and Caicos, and I've never been, so maybe the Turks and Caicos. I like that, yeah. The world is your oyster. And maybe I would be drinking a pina colada. Oh, I like that, like a little frozen pina colada and a yes. martini glass. Yeah, no, in a coconut <laughs> shell. There you go. That's perfect. Well, coconut shell with all the fruit on top. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great answer. One of the best <laughs> answers I've gotten for sure. Well, I'm not much of a martini <laughs> drinker, but I like the chocolate martinis. Oh yeah, those are good. A little yeah. after dessert the, or the one after I had, dinner. Yeah, after the engagement party you and I were at. Yeah. And then we were supposed to share it, and then you left, and I didn't. I had one sip. Oh. It was so delicious. Wow. Well, I'm <laughs> we'll glad you enjoyed it. One. Yeah, we'll have to have another one. We'll have one here in New York. Sounds good. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on, Mom. Yes. Well, thank you. It's such you. a pleasure to have you here and yes. have you on the podcast. I'm so honored. What a treat. Good luck with everything. <laughs> thanks. I'm so glad that you're doing well. Yeah. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, okay. If you guys liked this episode, remember to like, rate, and subscribe. Feel free to share it on socials. You can tag me or you can tag at Martinis and Bikinis Pod. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> oh, 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 oh.